Now we welcome Brad Monkell and Travis Steely for our weekly chuckle. Welcome, guys. Thanks, Marshall. Thanks, Cena. What's going thank on? Thank both of you so much for having us again. Travis, thank you for being here. Of course. Thank you for having me. Um, Travis is an excellent comedian. You can catch Debatable. Him. <laughs> you can catch him. He puts on a lot of great shows in the area, and there's a lot to see. Um, and you can also catch him uh, touring around the country with the Super Troopers. And uh, I'm glad to finally sit and talk with you a little bit, because I've seen you around a lot of shows, but I yeah. feel like we haven't really gotten to sit and chat. I haven't really got it's, to hear when you're sets in a little while, too. It's one of those things that, like, you and I have always been trying to schedule this, and just something happened every single time. And, like, today was another one where it just started, like, downpouring snow like an hour before here i was like i'm making this interview i was like it's been a long it's been a long enough time i'm making this interview but. i appreciate your commitment <laughs> it's a honda civic it'll plow through anything <laughs> i can get there so uh, yeah no it's been fun man it's uh you know comedy is a fun struggle i guess is that the term for it yeah, yeah but yeah. uh it's just uh slowly pushing out there the hardest thing is the new material stuff where you're just like all right this person saw me three months ago and they want to see me again i'm like all right you got to give it a little break give it a break i got to get some new stuff give it some time but yeah well you're always putting on stuff so i i yeah. see where the struggle comes from i know upcoming you got a <laughs> you got a january 20th at the fairways and half moon mm-hmm. and january 27th at mcgregor's in saratoga um and uh, just before we get into things, uh, your uh, what are your Instagram and uh, Facebook handles? Uh, Travis Steely, pretty much, uh, or at Travis Steely, yeah, I guess. Um, S T E A L E Y. Long story short, there's another Travis Steely on Facebook, and um, don't go for him. He's not a fan of me. He does not like anything comedy related. So uh, you'll you'll be able to tell the difference between the two. <laughs> I want to see you go at him. <laughs> oh, he's eh, he does not like me. Uh, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I, like I said, I haven't gotten to see you in a while. And I'm, mm-hmm. I feel like from what I remember the sets I had seen of yours, I feel like they aired on the cleaner side. I, but I feel like I could almost see yeah. you going either way. I feel yeah. like I could see you performing a lot of settings where you have to be clean. And also, like, where do you actually lie? Um, I mean, when I started, I did what everyone was guilty of. You know, I went dirty oh, when I started because that's, you know, that's what, I, oh, that was a laughs. And then thankfully I had someone kind of pull me under his wing. And then um, basically, you know, he's like, yeah, you can work dirty, but you're not going to get a lot of work. So then I had to force myself to work clean and get clean and all that stuff. And then, you know, I still have a few of the borderline could be dirty stuff that I'm like, all right, if I just change these two words instantly, it's clean. So it's like, I have a bunch of that. Um, so, I mean, at this point, 70, 30, clean, dirty, I don't know, 80, 20, it's kind of, but I mean, if I have to, if I have like, cause I do a lot of like, uh, banquet halls and, uh, like golf courses, I run, which is kind of weird. I don't even golf, but, um, I do a lot of them and, um, you can't go up there dropping, you know, terrible offensive jokes or anything like that. Yeah. So it just, it forces you to get clean and work, you know, clean material and work stuff that's relatable. But then once you kind of get into the niche, niche, is that the term? Niche? Yeah. Once you get in the niche of it, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of goes with the flow and you can kind of pick up on it pretty quickly. Yeah. So. so besides, I guess that like content restriction aspect of it, what's, what's the biggest difference between like a golf club cl- crowd <laughs> and like a comedy club crowd? So besides the golf claps. Oh, the golf claps. Is very, <laughs> so with a comedy club crowd, like, you know what you're walking into. I mean, granted, you're going to get a lot more, I guess, drunks and obnoxious people at a comedy club. That's just, we've all seen it. We've all dealt with it. Um, but you get a, you still get fun, hot crowds, you know, while you're doing it as well. So like most comedy clubs, you know what they're there for should be there for comedy. You are still going to see once or twice the people there. The golf club aspect, um, there are a lot of members, so they all know each other. 
So every now and then you'll get the person just, you know, you should rag on this guy. Well, well, why should I? Because we all know him and we all don't like him. And it's like, okay, so stupid me every time will fall for that and do the one joke. But then the whole place erupts. And I'm like, it was the stupidest joke I've ever said, but they all know each <laughs> other. So it's, I guess that was a terrible explanation of the difference. But um, the golf club, I guess, a little more ritzy. They normally don't go out much. This is their one event a year kind of thing. So if it's not a wedding at the banquet, they're going to the comedy club, stuff like that. Or they're going to the comedy show. Yeah. So, I mean, at a comedy club, you know, there's the people that could go to a comedy club every weekend, those same people. So it's just, I don't know. I, if I had to choose, yes, I'll go to a comedy club every time. Uh, Pay-wise, I'll go to a golf club every time. So yeah. it's just, it's kind of got to weigh my options. Well, it's good to be able to to fit in both those settings. It's just mm-hmm. nice to have a challenge, I'm sure, even if oh, it's yeah. not yeah. as directly fun. But I can relate doing, like, uh, I've played jazz gigs at golf clubs. Mm-hmm. where it's I guess the equivalent for, for doing that is, like, Oh, you, you're gonna get a nice tip if you if you oblige this person and play a Frank Sinatra tune mm-hmm. or something like that's yep. you know then after that you go back to playing something they don't recognize exactly but the stakes are higher. I feel oh yeah, hundred like percent. Show I feel like you could get more trouble. I mean, what I want to know is even on your best behavior at one of these very straight laced <laughs> professional gigs, black tie have events, you man- yeah. have you managed to to like? Pick people off or people (laughs) still not taking it well? I mean, it happens. There are times that it has happened. Um, Thankfully, so like um, one of the venues that I work with, uh, he ironically owns like four other golf courses. So he understands what I do and all this stuff. So if one person complains, he's not upset about it. If two people complain, he's like, all right, you know, whatever. Three, he's like, all right, what's going on? You know, stuff like that. So As long as you don't go over par. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect analogy right there. Yeah. You got to go eagle or whatever it is on that one. <laughs> so, um, I mean, there has been times. Um, there's one thing that you know now, like uh, with booking shows and stuff, you have to look at the show itself and you're like, okay, who can I book? Who can I not book for this room? Who can do this? Who can do that? That's one thing that as a producer, it took a little while to learn. You can't just book, you know, your five best friends every single time. Because you're like, all right, best friend two and three are great, but best friend four, I know he's going to say something offensive, but I also want to come back to this <laughs> venue. So it's like, I got to weigh my options. Um, I have had a time where in time where a headliner who I thought was going to be good just had an off day and just went to town on the whole place. I, but it was weird because the first half hour was him berating everybody, and then the last five minutes he brought it back somehow. And I was like, Okay, I'm not sure how to handle this one right now. Was it Bill Burr? It was not. No, I don't have connections for Burr. Sorry, I didn't, I didn't pull a Philly rant on yeah. me. No, but uh, I don't have connections for that one. But it was a yeah. comic out in Mass. I won't, I won't say. Yeah, I'm no. not going to drop names. I think I'm getting trouble for that. Do that. <laughs> I mean, no. I'm trying to do this new thing where I'm just, you know, I don't really try to have problems with other comics or anything like that. So it's well, yeah. there's enough like work to go around. Exactly. So you, yeah. It's nice to mix up the scene and kind of bring everybody up together. Exactly. It's just you know it shouldn't. You know, you, sh- you try to fit people in where they where it makes sense for where they're at, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. And, like, there's times, so there's this thing that I've brought up with a couple comics and stuff that I was lucky enough when I got into it that um, there were people that, I, I guess they're called gatekeepers. Um, I know it's a terrible thing to say, but I'm thankful for it because they basically wouldn't even acknowledge you if you weren't funny. So it just forced me to get better. I was like, oh, I need to go home. I need to write. I need to put my head in my notebook. I need to come back to this mic and try it again. Oh, it didn't work? Okay, I got to come back and do it again and do it again, doing it that way. Um, I don't know if that scene's still there now with a couple people, which, like, I mean, some people might take it the wrong way, might take it the right way. I I understand why some people can definitely take it the wrong way. 
um, I used it as just fuel to be like, I got to get better. Like that's the way it is for me on that mindset. Yeah. So. Well, I think there's actual gatekeeping. There's like barriers that people have to face yeah. to like actually break into an in- industry or or be taken seriously. And and there are like serious examples of that. But when an open mic, like the open mic level is the tr- training ground. You can't exactly. expect anything. So it's not gatekeeping if you don't yeah. get a gig at that level. It's Because exactly. people might not have ever even seen you do a professional set. Like they, mm-hmm. Even if they like you, they don't necessarily know what you can do. Mm-hmm. So it's... It's a. I've definitely heard that thing, but I feel like there's almost two meanings when people exactly, say gatekeeper. Yeah. It's like you. It's it's. Are you a working professional? Do you actually like put the entire show and, in like and first, not getting on the person you think is is you know, cool. I don't. Yeah. Like, you know no, I, mean? I get like, that. Yeah. It's there's a, you know better way to say it, but a, no, I understand. Yeah, because there's there's times where like I'll go to a mic and like. I'll bomb like, but the thing is, I'm trying five fresh new minutes. Like, I'm not up there to be like, I need to impress these five people. Mm -hmm. It's like I'm there to see what this five minutes sounds like. I want to record it. I want to take it home and work it. And then there's times that I'll kill, but I'm like, it really wasn't that good. But all right, cool, thanks, guys. So it just, I don't know. It just depends on, I guess, on the night or the comic. But like you said, you can tell the difference between a working comic and someone who you know is working to get to the working comic if, yeah. if that makes sense and i'm i'm still working on that stuff like i'm still so new and i'm developing those skills but i think it's when i see someone who's who's just starting out i think it's more impressive to see a person who might bomb at open mics but they're consistently bringing new material to the table and refining yep. it not playing it safe every time exactly you know I mean? yep um but it's great to hear your insights, Travis. I hope I get to catch a show soon. Once Definitely, again, man, if, I got to get you. Yeah, I got to get you on uh, one first. I got you on a couple. I'll have you on something at some point soon too. But uh, if uh, anyone is interested in catching one of Travis's sets coming up, he's gonna be uh, January twentieth at the Fairways in Half Moon, and January twenty seventh at McGregor's in Saratoga. Thank you so much for joining us, Travis. Thank you guys great for having me. Definitely. Well, thanks I for felt, coming. I definitely talk too much, but that's all right. Oh, it's <laughs> great to see such a range of of comedians come through here. So. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Cena. Thanks, Marshall. Thank you, guys.